W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American window machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Get it to 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. And welcome to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Class, and this is Where's the Line, joined by... Gibran. Ah, uh, the parlay power. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, we got to take a minute here and let yeah. you kind of get up on your soapbox, because you've been hammering the UFC all yeah. year long, and you had a pretty good go of it last week. Yeah, fight night, you know, it, it was a really fun one to watch. It had a lot of, um, you know, exciting people <laughs> on the card. Yeah. You know, what comes to mind is Patty the Batty oh, doing yeah. exactly what he said he was going to do. He was going to win in the first round, and he's going to teabag his opponent. Um, yeah. And that's exactly what he did. So, yep. yeah, um, I think I hit four out of the five uh, picks that I put down last week. And the only one that didn't hit was the big money one, the one going against the grain, so <laughs> to yeah, speak, yeah. was Alexander Gustafson, the, you know, the kind of heart pick in in it for right, me a right. little bit. But uh, other than that, yeah, I hit Patty the Batty. Yep. Um, um, winning that one in the first round under they, two, they had him under uh, two and a half, over under two and a half rounds yeah. there. So yeah, hit that yep. one, and then Curtis Blades. A lot of people were down on him, and uh, he came out and kind of showed why he's Curtis Blades, and um, everybody thought that that was going to go over two rounds, and that was over in the first round as well. So those yeah, are yeah. four of the four of the five picks that I hit, and you were kind of flexing like a sharp right there because you even brought it up that was the first time he had ever been a dog. Yeah. And we even speculated, like, okay, is the the hometown hero kind of getting some juice, some action exactly. that, that he shouldn't have been getting? And it kind of looked that way. It kind of looked that <laughs> way. But, if, yeah, if you look at the other fights with, uh, you know, Molly McCann and Patty oh. the Batty, those guys were all hometown kids as well. So Meatball. The, she she yeah, got her done. She did. So, yeah, that flying uh, backhand uh, <laughs> people's elbow, whatever the hell you want to call it, it looked awesome, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was so it was really good for a fight night. Yeah, you know, you was. usually don't get that much excitement out of just a you know uh, undercard fight London. night. Yeah. yeah, it was in London, and the whole crew from Barstool was out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think she uh, pretty much took that guy's socket out shoulder when she jumped on him. Oh, no Portnoy, yeah. you know, <laughs> is that that guy? El Presidente. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. He had the whole get up. That, that, it was hilarious. It was. It was that very was cool. Very fun to fun. watch. So let's dive into this week. Yeah. UFC 277. Yeah. We got a little. Nebraska flavor in this one. A little hometown cooking here. We do. Here. We do. We got a little hometown cooking. We got Lionheart, Anthony Smith fighting out of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, obviously, anybody in Nebraska that follows UFC knows about this guy. I know I have multiple yeah, yeah. pictures with him. Just he's any, a dog. Anytime that I see him, he, yeah, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a really nice guy, and he he, he uh, he'll take a picture with you. He'll you know kind of talk yep. with you about you know who you like and who who you don't like. <laughs> when I was out at the um, when I was at in Vegas for that event, he was one of the panel speakers oh, talking about every 276? fight. Two seventy six, and yep. he, he was just nice enough to talk to everybody out there. He got That's a cool. big kick that I was out there from Nebraska, so <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of fun to talk to him and. Uh, um, he's, he's a huge dog here. I was going to say, he's got his hands full here up he, against the Russian. Yes. Uh, Magomed Ankalev. Mm-hmm. Um, 17-1, heading into this one. Last fight was a win. Yep. 
I mean, he's got a reach. Uh, he's heavier. Uh, he actually he doesn't have the reach. I just was looking at yeah, he, uh, weighs him by about five six pounds. But reach and all that stuff is about the same. But on leg. 46 versus 44 with Smith. So he's a little taller, no doubt. a little heavier. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people are saying here, Andy, is that this Ankalev is, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's a younger guy. Well, not a younger guy, but, um, less you know, fights. less fights, yeah. a less experienced guy, but a guy climbing the ranks really, really fast. He's number four lightweight in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Lionheart's five. Smith is sitting right behind him at number yeah. five, kind of working his way back up. He has... Uh, Leinhardt has three wins in a row against really, really good competition. This is a guy that never fights anybody out of the top ten. He his whole career yeah, yeah. he's been just a. I mean, he's, he's a fought, dog. He's he's fought Alexander Gustafson. He's fought John Jones twice. Uh, this guy <laughs> fights <laughs> everyone. And what everybody is saying, which yeah. has got me a little sturdy, Andy, is that they got uh, Ankalev just thinking that they he his wrestling is too much for Anthony Smith. And I'll tell you what if. If the longer Anthony Smith survives in this fight, that the is... more it's going to teeter towards Anthony Smith. He gets better as the fight goes on, right. and if you give him a chance, he will submit you. He can do it. Um, you, some, he wins by submission 40% of the time versus Ankalev at zero. Exactly. Now, I know there's a lot less fights, a lot less uh, yeah. of a resume there, but still zero submissions in his UFC career. For sure. Ankalev is one of those guys that kind of, you know, can do can do it both, but if he does get to his wrestling, he's just kind of going to sit on you, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, wear you down and win that three-round fight. What I'm saying is if Anthony Smith can get past one or even one and a half rounds here, he's going to start looking for a submission, especially if they're on the ground. And Ankalev, I think, is going to get a little bit too big for his britches, thinking that Anthony okay. Smith can't wrestle him right here. So this is going to be a pretty big one for me. I don't know if I've ever taken a fight that is this far out of reach. <laughs> what is it plus? He's plus 380 on my card right now. <laughs> I I just I have to go for it. I think this is going to be a good. I think this is going to be a very good fight. And no matter what, guys, no matter what, even if you're not with me on the Anthony Smith thing, please look at the over two and a half rounds in this fight. I really don't think Anthony Smith is going to get finished here, and I think this is going to go all three. If not, okay. Anthony Smith winning it by decision. Gibran. You ignorant schmuck. Betting <laughs> <laughs> with my heart again, you <laughs> yeah, think? I don't know, man. Uh, maybe the side action there where you're getting into a little bit of a prop, I, I can bite on that. Yeah. Uh, but there's a reason uh, that the Russian is climbing the ranks, 17-1. <clears throat> and one. Yeah. Um, I, and there's so much tread on the tires. You like the Nebraska boy? Of course we do. <laughs> We're going to be pulling for him. But maybe if I don't want to like uh, get too involved there, I'll just sidestep that or go with that little prop play that you're talking about there. Yeah. So uh, let's move on here. Let's move on the card. Yeah. Ooh, the Black Beast. Yeah. One Derek of our favorite. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> One of everybody's favorite. Uh, uh, n- number five contender right now, taking <laughs> yep. on Sergey Pavlovich, the, another Russian. Yeah. Another guy from the States. Okay, whatever. No doubt about uh, it. He's got to be a favorite here. He is. He's a huge favorite. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say huge, uh, but. Um, mo- most of these guys are thinking that he's going to win just because of Derek Lewis's last outing when he got knocked out by Ty Tuivasa, mm-hmm. which we called, by the way. Yes, sir. Um, no, uh, just a lot of people think that Derek Lewis is going to come in with the you know kind of mannerisms that he usually does. The whole thing, you know, with any time that I go into a fight like this, Andy, is the question is 
is Derek Lewis. Will he find a way to knock <laughs> yeah. knock this guy out? Yeah, he's looking for it, the knockout. It, it, gen- it generally doesn't matter if Lewis is losing two and a half to three rounds. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, his strategy, path to victory is, can I Boom. knock this guy's yeah. block off? Yep. Uh, you know, Pavlovich was finished by strikes in his lone UFC loss. Uh, those lo- those were ground strikes by uh, Alistar Overeem. Still, we can, you know, you can kind of, you know, summarize that in that this guy can get knocked out, yeah. and there's nobody better at knockouts than Derek Lewis. Right, and, and Sergio is kind of a mirror of the last fight where he just doesn't have much experience under his belt. He's right. fifteen and one, so he's an up and comer. Where you got Derek Lewis in there at twenty six and nine uh, yeah. with the one no contest there uh, on his resume, and yeah, he's going to be looking to get right. Um, yeah, and he's going to be looking for knocking this young buck out he, and. He, I just the average fight time for Pavlovich <laughs> doesn't that that's odd to me. It's odd to me. So I, I like I, I do. I'll go with Derek Lewis with you on this one. Yeah. Or or is there something we need to be concerned with? I don't I don't think there's anything to be concerned with. I mean, obviously with these big sluggers, with with these heavyweights, it's it's always a flip of the coin. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna get the last shot? Who's gonna get a big shot? Um the the one thing about this is that Pavlovich does strike does land strikes a lot more often than Derek Lewis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, landed per minute, Pavlovich is coming in right over six, and uh, Derek Lewis is right at two and a half, but it only takes one, one from Lewis. Yeah. Not to say this Pavlovich can't do it or whatever, but I'm I, anytime I'm seeing Derek Lewis plus money, I'm probably going <laughs> to hop on it. Plus, yeah. I, I like yeah, yeah. I like, I like like this fight to go under two rounds as well. I because these guys don't want to draw it out any no, longer than that. No, Pavlovich doesn't either. Exactly. He does not want to extend this fight. He's looking for the knockout as well. He wants to get his work in, get it in early. Yep. I just can't get over how big <laughs> Derek Lewis is. 282 pounds his yep. last weigh-in. Yep. 6'3". That dude is huge <laughs> compared to Pavlovich, who's... Two fifty four. I mean, that's I mean, that's an NFL linebacker, right? It's what it is, right uh, there. But that's not two eighty two. It ain't two eighty two. Oh my god! So uh, I'm. I like that. I like that prop bet. What was that? What do you got that right under now? Two. two? Yep. Under two. Under two. Okay. Uh, another one that I would look at if you guys are really trying to, you know, kind of get some gnarly bets in there. And I don't have a line on it right now, but as closer as it gets to the weekend, these props will come out. Like we say every week, mm-hmm. look at mm-hmm. Lewis by. KO or TKO because if 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 you're gonna take him to win if you're gonna take the money line at plus one one fifteen right now yeah. might as well just take the method of victory KO or TKO yeah, yeah. because it's gonna be up there probably at plus two fifty plus three hundred and yeah. that is the way he's gonna win. There's no other method of victory for Derek Lewis. The way that I look at stuff, you're really going into analytics because he wins by KRTKO 81 percent of the time, greater exactly. than 80. Uh, and then let's say you, you like Pavlovich, you like the young buck. Yeah, uh, he wins his fights 80 percent of the time <laughs> right. by KRTKO. Yeah, yeah. So like, if that's the way you want to go, that's a nice little thing to sprinkle on top uh, for sure for a little prop there, side bet. So that's what I got for the Black Beast. All right, so let's move on up the card here. The Assassin Baby, yes, sir, Brandon Moreno versus Don't Blink. Kaikara France. This is a good Where are we one. At? This I mean, is this a is good one, one too. This is one too. This is one too. Uh, these guys have fought before, mm-hmm. but in Brandon Moreno took that one back at I can't believe uh, UFC 245. Um, this Kai 
Kara France is a different fighter than what he was back at UFC 245. Uh, Brandon Moreno has been, you know, just lights out his whole career. Uh, you know, just moving up the line, moving up the line, yeah, got yeah. to the championship, got the belt. Now he's trying to get it back. Yeah, and this this is, yeah. This is a title shot. Mm-hmm. This is a title shot for both of them. Um, I really like Brandon Moreno. I think he's a better fighter. I just I just don't like, you know, just dismissing Cara France uh, like that. My best bet is Moreno by decision at plus 145 right now. Um, just because I like that plus money, and I do believe the fight is going to go the entire distance. At Moreno sitting at a minus two hundred five right now to win, he's I got l- more tools in his toolbox. Yes, he? he does. Like, yeah, I mean, the the grappling, the wrestling, it's just, it, it's all there for him. Yeah, he, he's 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 just the overall better fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably the best fighter in this weight class. Um, I I just really like. I don't think he's going to knock him out. I I think it's going to go all five. Um, but if you guys are kind of scared about that, take the minus two hundred five by Brandon Moreno. Um, and, and if you want to, you know, kind of throw that decision win into a parlay later for that plus money to, you know, kind of jack that up. My best pick of the fight, though, is Brandon Moreno by decision at a plus one forty five. You can find that oh, on FanDuel, DraftKings, all that. Okay, all right, all right. So, I mean. You love to go dogs, yeah. You know when you can in UFC, and you think this is a good spot for it. And it, it's worth note, um, <clears throat> Reno, his last fight was a loss. Yeah, it was against Figueroa, which is the champion of this mm-hmm. weight class, but is injured right now. So this is quote unquote for the interim belt. Uh, who knows if Figueroa is going to come back? So it, this is the championship fight, unless that guy does come. Okay. Um, the whole thing with Moreno is the only he's only fought the one guy the last in his last three fights, and it's been the same guy, but he's been the <laughs> champion of this division. Right. So um, it's kind of hard to get a motor on where Moreno is sitting right now, but I do believe he is the better fighter, yeah, and yeah. I'm taking him by decision. And you can tell he's kind of been sitting there with the belt, picking his fights, letting them come to him. Because sure. I mean, he's sitting there at 19 and six and two. Um, where a lot of guys that have that have been in it for that long, yeah, uh, they have a heck of a lot more fights under their belt. Yeah, and Moreno, he hasn't had to do that. A uh, young man out of Mexico, yep. set standing at five seven one twenty four compared to France five four one thirty six. So different body types, different builds here. Yeah, um, but. Uh, a pretty tight one, and you're you're look you're leaning on the dog again. No, I'm not leaning on the dog. Moreno is a minus two hundred five oh, favorite. Oh, okay. So, Here we go. The, the plus money comes in is when you pick him by decision. Oh, that's where when, you're going with when that. you pick Moreno by decision. <laughs> it's a plus one forty five. So other than just take the minus two hundred five, which I know a lot of people would be more comfortable with. Yeah. I just think the method of victory that Moreno is most likely going to have is this fight goes to distance and he wins by decision. Uh, I just think he's just. The, the value is not quite there. Minus two, no, five. you no, know, like it's not. It's not, it's not where you what you're looking for. Yeah, no, and yeah, my 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 biggest thing is Moreno has really ascended to the elite of flyweights, and while Cara France is a worthy challenger, I still think it makes the more sense to Moreno to win this fight. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, yep. if you guys are feeling a little bit uneasy about the decision, you think he's going to win, you know, in rounds three or four. Take that minus two hundred five, throw it in a parlay, and you know, call it good. But I really like the plus one forty five that I'm finding on most books that he wins by decision. All right, my guy might have to do a little search in there, but you yeah. can find it. It is out there. So let's move to the main event here. The main event, the Venezuelan vixen. Yeah, 
the challenger taking on the lioness, Amanda Nunez. Yeah, so th- I've been waiting for this fight for a long time. Just a lot of be- hype. A lot just of hype. because Amanda Nunez has been so pissed. So and <laughs> and very outspoken about how pissed yeah. she was that she lost to Juliana Pena uh last year. But, but she um, did lose to her. She, she, did, she lose. did lose. She did lose and she got submitted, Andy. Mm-hmm. And it's just it she, um, Juliana Pena went into that fight as a plus seven hundred underdog. Whoops! Which is you know unheard of. You yeah. you are not be able you are not supposed to be able to win fights at that big of odds. That's like a Mike Tyson who's, right, right. who's the guy I can't Douglas. Remember. Yeah, Buster, Buster Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, yeah. Those that's forty to one. <laughs> exactly. That's that's just plus money that you're never going to get behind. Mm-hmm. Now Pena is she's coming in as the champion as a huge dog here, Andy. Yeah, at plus two twenty five. Um, God, if you got, mm. if you guys like value, if you guys like value, this is a good play for you. Um, I think these guys are about as level as they can it's be. Close, yeah. It's these close. guys are the best women fighters. In this weight class, yep. in the in the sport, in my in my opinion, no nobody can take these two on, especially at how heavy they are. So I just, man, I think Nunez is so pissed off that she's gonna win this fight. <laughs> but my best bet of the night, Andy, and this goes for every bet that I've said so far. My best bet is over two and a half rounds in this fight at a minus one fifteen. I think it hits no matter what. Nunez is not knocking out Pena before the third round, and I don't think Pena will be able to submit Nunez before that either. I think this goes into round. I think this gets into the championship rounds. Yeah, both of their average fight times lean towards that eleven versus nine. Exactly. So, yeah, they're so, they're gonna get there. I'm thinking this gets to. I think it gets to the championship rounds, and we really get a, a blow for blow, really good fight out of this one. Okay. And it's gonna come down to who wants it more at the end. So, but you do like Nunez, and she does. I mean, she weighs ten more pounds. Yep. Than Pena. So, I mean, th- there's got to be some to that. She's also two inches taller. Yep. Uh, interestingly enough, she has the same. They both have the same arm reach. You yeah, know, it's for sure. Nine inches. Yeah. So, uh, this has been built up quite a bit. It is. Uh, and I think I, it's going to be a bloodbath. I agree <sighs> with you. And uh, there's something to be said here. Yeah. You know. Women are taking the main card here. Exactly. This is, no, it's, I mean, this it's is, awesome. But Amanda Nunez, she's the yeah. GOAT. She is the absolute GOAT in women's sport. It used to be Ronda until she tried to take <laughs> oh. on Nunez, and it was not good for her. No, that was um, ugly. It was ugly. Um, like I said, I really like Nunez in this fight, but I like her later in the fight. She might get you know, she might get a stoppage in round four or five, but I really like this fight to go over two and a half. So that is where I'm putting most of my money on right. Saturday night is All over right. the two and a half rounds at minus one fifteen. You know, just throw throw a little bit at it, and I think it's going to hit. Now you've you've gotten yourself in a little trouble with this, yeah. But you got to. It's your namesake, the it parlay is. pounder. Oh, I got one for What's you. What's the parlay we got to hit All up right. here? So <laughs> I'm sitting here putting this together, and I know people are going to trash <laughs> me for it. I got Amanda Nunez at minus. 260. Okay. Yeah. Brandon Moreno, baby assassin at minus 220. Mm-hmm. And then I'm throwing the Anthony Smith pick at plus 425. Oh. <laughs> and all I'm going to do, all I'm going to do is put $25 on this. So it's not a lot of money, Annie, uh, but go, it yeah. will return you at a $239. There we go. So that is good value for a small bet. And, uh, and you're betting the Nebraska boy. You're, you're getting him in there for that third leg. Lionheart is my guy, and it's make or break with uh, with Nebraska. All right. Well, 
How fitting is that? Segue into t- this week's sponsor, Nebraska Brewing Company. Looking right here, world class in every glass. No doubt about it. I'm enjoying the EOS Hefeweizen right now yes, as sir. we speak. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're going to be right back with NFL win totals. What do we like? What don't we like? <laughs> And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, and class and joined by... Gibran. All righty, so we covered the <laughs> UFC. You got it. We do all the time, every week. That's <laughs> turned into your wheelhouse. That's kind of our calling yeah, card right yeah. now, especially with no football, no basketball going on, you know. And it's one of my favorite things to cover anyway, hey, so we're going to hey. throw it in there. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and I mean, there was an action-packed fight night last week, and exactly. now we're having 277, so why not? No doubt about it. And you've been hot. You've been hitting some. <laughs> you've been hitting some of these. It's been fun on the book, I'll tell you that. There we go. So we do have, though, teams yeah. reporting, mini camps, NFL's right around the corner. Football is here. Plenty of lines are out. We're looking at NFL regular season wins. Yeah. Let's start with some local teams here. Uh, a lot of fans of the Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. No doubt. So let's go ahead and start right there. AFC West Chiefs, 10 and a half. What do you make of that? Tyreek Hill is oh, gone. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, you're... And the, that division just it, I feel like it just keeps getting better. I mean, the, the Raiders is. are even a dark horse. No, and that's what that's what I was just gonna say, Andy. With the Raiders, literally everybody's uh, saying that mm-hmm. Derek Carr is mm-hmm. the worst quarterback in the dis- this division, which is just absolutely He's nuts. Good. He's pretty freaking good. And with that defense they have there, in the addition of Devontae Adams, probably yeah. the best receiver in the NFL. Oh, you mean the duo that rewrote Fresno State's record books? Exactly. And then I just guess yeah. they got this this no name guy, Darren Waller on the other side so and a no-name hunter renfo yeah so yeah picking them to come in last in the afc west is very hard for me to do Mm -hmm. i am not thinking the chiefs are gonna be as potent on offense this year and and their defense kind of just limps by you know what i mean yep they've been they lost honey badger right yeah oh yeah. yeah he's gone he's gone but i'm just saying with this run that the chiefs have been going on their defense has been just good enough to stop teams in the fourth quarter for yep. Mahomes to get a shot yep. right at the end of the game which always happens because yep. he's very very good but a lot of those are going about 60 yards to none other than the cheetah which is down in Miami Florida now right right and i really think teams are just going to double Travis Kelsey the entire uh-huh. way down the field because they do not have to cover Juju Smith-Schuster the same way that they cover oh, no. Tyreek Hill. They don't need to devote an entire safety to be over the top. Exactly. Who still gets beat anyway. Exactly. So on the Chiefs going over under 10.5, I'm going with the under at minus, 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 let me see. Uh, no, it's at a plus 115. So I like that plus money, and you can stick to it. There you go. I got a plus 110 book's Pretty pretty similar, pretty similar here, but it's a it, it is that it is that uh, ten and a half, mm-hmm. um, and it's really I'm gonna save a pick here because it's really do you believe yeah. do you believe the hype as far as the Denver Broncos Russell Wilson just stepping in there yeah uh, fixing the scene uh, we already kind of touched on Las Vegas the Raiders you know do you believe the hype there right you, you know and then I mean everyone thinks that one of the best new quarterbacks is Justin Herbert. Exactly. So if that's all true, those ten and a half wins are pretty difficult. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not going to 
throw shade at anyone that's, exactly. that's gonna that's willing to bet the under on the Chiefs, even though they've just been tearing up the league the last three or four years. For Patrick sure, Mahomes has been the, a revelation. The, so. the the way I'm looking at this, Andy, is that we're okay. So we can kind of move on to the Broncos here yeah. that are at an over under at ten, mm-hmm. and. I'm I'm not trying to throw another team in there, but the char- the Chargers are at right at ten as well, and then you got the Raiders at eight and a half. So something is gonna have to yeah, give here. That's not, that's too many wins. That's too many wins. <laughs> something is gonna have to give here, um, and I really think the place it's gonna give at is the Chiefs sitting there at that eight nine win season. Um, I really think the Broncos are gonna take a major step forward just because their defense is so good and. That has been their missing piece these few is, years is that they, they've been bringing in talent to put around yeah, these yeah. Uh, quarterbacks. But these young quarterbacks that they've been bringing in just they haven't. Suck. Well, they haven't been able to progress like they need to. They're always they suck. They're always in win now mode, <laughs> and that's not what you can do with a brand new quarterback right out of college. So with a guy like Russ, somebody that's probably, you know, top five you know, IQ in the NFL. Right. I really think that they're probably going to get to 10 wins uh, and probably surpass it. Jabron, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> the Broncos are going under. Russell Wilson's getting older. He doesn't have the arm strength he once had. He can't just step into the building and yeah. save the day. And I do think, now that I look at it again, the Chiefs are going to get to 11 wins. All right. Hit that over at 10 and a half. That's <laughs> the AFC West. Chargers are going to be there. Okay. Raiders are going to be there. So are the Broncos, but I think the Broncos could just end up dead last once again. Okay. I mean, that you're really asking a lot for just, even though it's Russell Wilson. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's married to that pop singer star. That's Ciara. really That's really cool. That's really neat. <laughs> uh, but nah, 10 wins. Give me a break. Okay. Give me the Chiefs at that 10 we, we Over. Are, we are flip-flopping on that one. Okay. <laughs> so we do not dis, we disagree on the AFC West. Let's head up to your country, the ah. NFC North. We Bear got three down. Teams. We got three teams we want to talk about. Let's start off with the Minnesota Vikings. Nine. Nine. I got an over-under at nine. I do, too. I mean, life's too short to bet the unders, right? I, I think this hey, is one of the best ones of the league. I, I, I think this is a great value play here. I think yeah. the Vikings can get there. I think they can get there pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Cousins, um, some of his prop bets actually have him outgaining you know, yardage and touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers. For sure. They got him throwing more touchdowns and gaining more yards through the air than Aaron Rodgers on some of these props that I'm seeing well, I, come I think, up across I, the board. I think that's a no-brainer with the with the lack of weapons that Rodgers has right now. It's never stopped it, him before. It, it has not ever stopped him, but with Justin Jefferson really emerging as one of the best receivers, uh, one of the best receivers in the league. Plus, uh, I guess Adam Thielen's just an afterthought now. He'll just score ten <laughs> touchdowns and have a thousand yards, and that's an afterthought for people. Yeah. Um, I really think that over nine wins is going to happen. Yep, I really like it. It's sitting at a minus one thirty right now, so yeah. it's pretty good value. Uh, I really like this Vikings bet. And I'll, I, I do too. I like it as well. I think they can get to 10 wins. I think they can get there pretty easily. I like the new coaching staff, a little more offensive-minded. Yeah. Uh, man, the more and more you hear about that relationship between Zimmer and Cousins, I mean, that, that was toxic. It w- I so, guess it was. Yeah, so I mean, how how can you expect a team to win, win <clears throat> with consistency? Yeah. And it just sounds like too many things boiled over last year. So I think Cousins is in a much better place. And for all the people give him such a hard time for, I don't get it. 
Right. I would love a guy like that. It, for, it's just that <laughs> you know, over the you years. know it, it's just that he hasn't won big games, and yeah, I yeah. mean, who has though? Besides the upper echelon of like three or four guys, like three or four guys. <laughs> yeah. So um, sitting at this nine, I really, I really like it. You're almost halfway there, beating the Lions and beating the Bears twice. So I, well, I, I think they're there. Okay, so we already touched on them. Let's <laughs> talk about the Dub Packers. Dub Packers. The Packers sitting there at eleven. A. Eh? I am going under on the Packers all Uh-oh. the way. Uh-oh. I am going under on the Packers all the way. I saw Aaron Rodgers show up to minicamp in his Con Air oh, Nick on. Cage. Oh, come on. That was awesome. I, I did love it. I did love it. <laughs> but I just don't – I don't – I I think he's going to get – I think they're going to get about in a big hole here early in the season, and I'm just going to think he's just going to flip on them and say, they didn't do anything for me. They couldn't keep Devontae. Nah, he's uh, too proud. Uh, I don't know about So you it. like the under at plus – my book has it at plus 100, the one I'm looking at yeah, right Yeah, I got it at plus 108. I'm okay. hammering that. I mm. do not believe in the Green Bay Packers this year. The Green Machine. Uh, nope, they're going under 11 wins, guaranteed. Oh, man. It just seems like every time I bet against Aaron Rodgers, I, I hate that guy. Yeah. Being a Bears fan. Well, he owns you. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can't argue it. This <laughs> idiot. <laughs> he, owns the, he owns the Chicago Bears. Uh, so, oh, man, I, 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 I think they can get to – I really do. I think they can get to 12, but I – Screw that! I'm not going to put any money on that. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're kind of I mean, saying even keel on yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah just, just trying not to sidestep that just one. Just trying not to get Why? kicked in the Why mouth. Why do that? Um, so, no, I just I just don't believe in the Green Bay Packers. I think their their defense is you know solid, mm-hmm. um, but I just don't know who he's going to throw the ball to. We say that every year though. No, right? I, we haven't been able to say that for like six or seven well, with you, Devontae Adams. You could also say he made Devontae Adams. Well, like, there's a reason people don't put Devontae Adams in this upper echelon. Yeah, okay, there's I, a reason for that. Yeah, I don't know. He's well, he's rated number nine. He's a, he's a 99 overall on Madden, and he plays for the Raiders. Oh, my God. So Madden says it all. <laughs> I'm just saying that people have given him the respect. They didn't used to. I agree with that. But um, Aaron Rodgers has always had Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, even uh, even last year, the the repertoire that he had with Aaron yeah. Rodgers, and then he built over the year. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his highlights is Aaron Rodgers like looking off defenders, doing, and then turning back and doing yeah. like a no look pass. I agree. Just thrown to a spot, and yeah. Devontae, just don't trip over your feet and get to the spot that <laughs> I told you I was going to throw it to before the play. Yeah, you know, and they do that head nod thing, and oh yeah, we're going off. I mean, <laughs> that takes a lot of time, and I'm not, I don't want to take his athletic ability away from him or any of that stuff. Yeah. Okay, but there's a reason why he's not regarded as, yeah. or hasn't been. I think his numbers just got so inflated that it's you hard had to, to deny. You had to yeah. give it to him. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to, fantasy football-wise, I think he's going to have a great year Yeah, I think he's going to be Las one Vegas. of the best. I really do. I really do. Because he's got that rapport with uh, yes. with Carr as well. Yeah. So. All right, so let's talk about Dub Bears. Dub Bears. <laughs> Bringing up the end here. Yeah, the yeah. old caboose of the NFC North at six and a half, Jabron. Yeah. Oh, go easy on me. What do you make of so this? So who's, who's, who's the starting quarterback? Uh, some guy from Ohio State. You think it's Justin Fields. Yeah. We, we, we have that on a lock probably that it's Justin Fields. I think so. So the whole thing that I'm trying to figure out here, Andy, is will you beat the Detroit Lions twice? That's – a lot of people are high in Detroit. Yeah, 
You know, I, they're they're sitting at a plus uh, six and a half as they're well. They're sitting at six yeah. and a half as well. The only thing that's different about the bet is your guys' plus money going over six and a half, and theirs is minus. So there's people, a lot more people believe in the Lions than they do in the Chicago Bears. Yep. yep. Um, six and a half. Wow. And I wouldn't get mad at them. Yeah, you think every NFL team could at least win seven games? <laughs> you think that? Well, um, me and you haven't for a couple. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, until I, I mean, I'm not gonna. If I had to, I, I would take the under here, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. I want to be a go-lucky, happy fan, but here we got you know a second-year <clears> quarterback. <throat> I still think his best play is just like Trubisky's is is the scramble. Yeah, You know, when no the doubt. play breaks down and he can use his legs, he does a great job keeping his eyes down the field, you know, unlimited ability. Yeah. But what what else is there? Like, what else is there? Mooney? Mooney's their best player. <laughs> Jeez. And yeah. then a uh, running back from Iowa State or something like that. What what is Is it David Montgomery? Oh god, no. yeah. So like I I I have no faith in that offense. <laughs> I have no idea what they're trying to do uh, on defense. defense yeah. Um uh, the <laughs> whole Khalil Mack thing kind of blew up in their face. Yeah, it did. You know, they just had to unload him. Yep. You know, and, and give him to one of the best teams in the NFL. And now he's going to be reju- rejuvenated. I do believe he's going to have a bounce <laughs> oh, back yeah. here. You could tell <laughs> Especially like Especially with Joey Bosa oh, right next to him. Jeez. Yeah, I mean <laughs> You could just tell in Chicago, he's like, well, piss on this. Right. You know, we, yeah. It, like, he's getting double teamed and then chipped by a running back. He's like, no, I didn't. I, no, no. Nope. I'm going to go somewhere uh-huh. where the, the other guy's doing that. I have to agree with you on this one, Andy. I really do not believe that the, I don't believe the Bears will get five wins this year. So. Yeah. I mean, if they split, yeah, if they split with Detroit, it's over. They can't yeah. get there. They cannot no, get there. I don't think so either. Uh, I've, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to say that, but I just think there's too many good teams in this yep. division, yep. and NFC's in in with the NFC. I really yep. don't believe that they're gonna be able to squeak that out. No, my my feelings aren't hurt. I'm a I'm a I, I get it. You get it. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. I got him yep. there. I got it. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about a more delusional type of fan base. Hey, hey, and we know how that goes. Huskers, Huskers. <laughs> yeah, these are the Huskers of the South. Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. I can't wow, believe. Wow, wow. They're over unders at ten wins. Yeah. Like, what makes you think that they could get to ten wins? Well, because so many people fantasize and bet it. <laughs> That's what that's what it is. the The reason this this is set at ten, Andy, is because their division is so weak. It's garbage. The new the New York Giants. Who knows if they'll win two or three games? Who knows if they'll? Who knows who the starting quarterback will be by right. week three? Yep. Uh, who knows when they'll fire their coach? Uh, same with the Eagles. The Eagles have a little bit more uh, sputter behind them with a young, exciting uh, Jalen Hurts behind uh, behind center, but they're still that. They're still sitting at a nine and a half win total with the Eagles, so people are kind of high on them. Um, what and, about the Comanches? I mean, the Commanders. Yeah, they're are, sitting at eight. <laughs> they're sitting at eight, and that's usually where they're about at. And yeah. they're always in a fight for the division, and they always spoil the Cowboys. I mean, I don't. They do. I mean, they. they those two teams have such a fun history. Yeah, uh, it's and, one of the best rivalries, yeah. and especially for us because our mom's a huge Washington Reds, uh, Washington Commanders, Commanders. Uh, yeah, yeah, football yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Washington Football Team Commander, Commander Skins. Dan Schneider's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, All right. I don't now, like him. Now we're on. Yeah, now we're okay. that, that's the team got, name. Now but, we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, <laughs> and with the, the the addition of Carson Wentz to the Commanders, I. 
You know, this could go either way for yeah, them. Yeah, really good. I think, it's, I think he's probably the best quarterback that they've had starting a year. Since Alex Smith. Since Alex Smith. And, you know, Alex Smith, I think he's I think he's a little bit more talented than Alex Smith. I don't know. Really? I don't think he's probably uh, as good football IQ or a game manager as Alex Smith. That's pretty hard to find. Uh, I really think he might have more talent, though, uh, which, which uh, really – equivalates into wins at, at the end of the year. So we are giving the, uh, the commanders a little bit of credit here, but we're still thinking the Cowboys could easily split or sweep them, right? Yeah. Get two wins. Could easily get two wins over the Giants. Could get two wins over Philadelphia. Uh, I, the, the East is just, I don't know, they've been in such turmoil over the last yeah. two, three seasons, and uh, there's that weird stat out there where a different team wins every year. Yeah. You know, so you can see the path for Dallas to, to get, get to 10, 10 wins. I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I've never been a believer in Dallas yeah. since the glory days. Well, the whole you thing know? with Dallas is Dak healthy, is Zeke healthy. That's <sighs> the whole thing with it. And even when Zeke is healthy, I think he's different than he was two, three oh, seasons no, ago. There's no doubt like, about that. He doesn't have that burst. He doesn't have that speed. Uh, I think their backup running back is better than him. I really do. The, the Pollard, whole thing with Zeke is that he gets in within 10 yards and yeah. he's he, you can't stop him you can't stop yeah. him because he yeah. does have that push to get, get those touchdowns yep. uh the whole thing they're, they're riding on Dak. they're riding on Dak, yes. and that's the and whole thing him. they, they paid, paid him and they're riding on him i think the defense is pretty dang good uh especially against these uh you know foes in the nfc east yeah i really see them probably getting this you think so i, I don't want them to do it <laughs> i don't want them to do it but no, if, we already touched on it. There's a path. There's there, a path. There is. They're in the they're in the NFC least, as they've been saying. Exactly. And but I'm going on record saying that the Washington Commanders are going to win this division. You think so? I do. Ooh. But yeah, they they could still win the division, and Dallas gets to ten. I think that's so. no problem. I need yeah. a 17 game season. All righty, all righty. Yeah. I got that over at a minus one twenty. Got the under at a plus one hundred. You know, I like the plus money. Yep. But as I mentioned, I've already we have already gone over. We kind of walked through it. Yep. There is a clear path for Dallas to get to ten wins. I think they'll do it. Don't yep. want them to do it. Least favorite team in franchise sports besides the New York Yankees. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, all right. So let's run that down. We got we split on the Chiefs with that ten and a half. Yep. Broncos we split. They're yes. at ten. Vikings at nine. Both like Both the over. Vikings. We hitting hitting the over there. Uh, Packers. You're staying away. I'm going under at. 11 wins. And if I had to go somewhere, and I still might, we still got a few times, you know. Yeah. I, I it's think a little they, ways away. I think they, they always end up winning <laughs> those games. So, I mean, I could see them easily winning 12 this year. I might yeah. revisit that and look at some, some <clears throat> futures there. Uh, Cowboys, 10 wins. I think we both like the overs there. And yep. unfortunately for the Bears, six and a half, smacking that under. Yep. This could be of uh, one of those candidates for zero and seventeen. We don't. Ugh, we don't know. We, we hope not. But just the way that the 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 kind of franchises they, in shambles. Uh, if they go zero and seventeen, would they be like the reverse Dolphins, where they get a drink champagne every night? Well, the Lions have year. The, the, the Lions have done this before. So <laughs> well, the, uh, they the would Lions just have are to sit back they, there. They, yeah, they would just have to talk to their friends uh, in Detroit there. So. All right, all right. So, do you have any other type of prop, type of future type? Of, of course, I got one there more. We go, the parlay I got pounder. one more. Here we go. We got a late addition here. We got the Carolina Panthers, the Davin <laughs> folk. We're going oh over six wins with our brand new shiny quarterback Baker Mayfield. Is he even going to be the starter? He is the starter. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am the insider for Carolina Panthers football. <laughs> DJ Moore is going close to 2,000 yards this year. Oh, Baker right. Mayfield is going to have a reverse year. We're going to love him. Cleveland kicked him out. Now they're hanging there with Josh Rosen. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yes, so they are. we are going over six wins with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I'm looking as far as ten wins here, Andy. There you have it, folks. I mean, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right, big time, big time. I mean, I got <laughs> unders at six. Yeah. Okay. It's easy money. All right. All right. Yeah. Minus one forty. I mean, the under plus one twenty. Okay. Okay. Over six with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, you will not be. You will not be sad that you did it. All right. There you got it. Straight talk from the parlay <laughs> pounder riding with his boys down there in Carolina, no the Carolina Panthers. And the new gunslinger that they signed, and you got to feel like they signed him to start. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's Baker, better than what ba- we've had. So. Baker Mayfield. All righty, folks. want to take one quick moment to once again thank our sponsor, Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. I've been enjoying the EOS Hefeweizen all pod long. For Joe Braun, my name is Andy Klassen. Folks, thanks for listening.